This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Okay, before I get into the stuff I meant to get into last episode, I must say uh, the Florida State LSU game, uh, Wilson, number 80, had a sick one-handed catch. It was ridiculous. Um, Brian Kelly's facial reaction after the block kick was hilarious. Also, uh, I recorded before Georgia Tech Clemson, which was the big Labor Day game. There's usually a Labor Day primetime college football game, and it was trash. Whose idea was it to put Clemson and Georgia Tech primetime? Clemson and Georgia Tech primetime on Labor Day. Whose idea was that? That game was turp. It was a 14-10 game in the third quarter, and the final score was 41-10. Clemson, Georgia Tech is trash, and Clemson let them hang around for far too long. Trash. Clemson's number four in the country. Probably because of that ridiculous D-line. Led by Brian Brzee. uh, Another kid I had the pleasure of officiating. When he played for Damascus. Still like what, what in the world? What were they thinking? Man y'all need to stop. Now lead off with this. Now I've watched a lot of tennis. I haven't, I haven't watched this much tennis in a while. The U.S. Open craze is real. That Serena, the Serena hype. You know, I get it. Everyone's caught up in the nostalgia, and I was too. You know, she won that first match. I was like, okay, all right. Then she beat the number two seed in the tournament, and that's when I was like, okay, she might be on to something. Then she lost to some unranked Australian, and I'm just like, well, so much for that. That was fun while it lasted. But all the support she had online, it just took me back. It just it just took you back to where when she was in her prime and everybody and a mama rooting for Serena and watching her do her thing. Um, it, it just took me back to 10, 15 years ago. I don't know if she was in her prime still then, but back then, you know, that was the main thing. You know, when she was, when Serena was playing in a major, more people watching tennis than usual. And that's what happened now. And she had a lot of celebrities come to New York to watch her. I mean, oh my God. That's love. That's what greatness would do. When you're the greatest of all time, I mean, everyone wants to be around you, and it's just nostalgia, you know. The nostalgia never ends. Your legacy lives on forever. She had Tiger Woods at the match. Now, that's just, oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. And Serena's greatness somehow introduced me to a woman named Margaret Court. I had no idea who she was. But apparently in the 60s and the 70s, she was really good and has more Grand Slam titles than Serena. But, you know, basically she's been getting the Bob Cousy, 
Bill Russell, oh, you've been playing, you were playing against plumbers and firemen back in the day. None of those titles really count. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm not going to go too much into the Margaret Court, Serena Williams drama, but it's crazy. Uh, Coco Golf is playing right now. She's losing in the first set, four to two. And it looks like she's about to lose a, a fifth game in this set. But yeah, uh, Coco Golf, another young black woman. That's a really good tennis player. So, you know, a lot of people going to root for her. Uh, I hope she does well. As far as my betting interest, uh, Serena's out. I didn't bet that much on her. Nadal's out. I bet like 10 bucks on him, and I was only going to win 60 But he, who he lost to, I'm very happy about. He lost to Francis Tiafo, who's from Montgomery County. From Montgomery County, right? Yeah, yeah. He lost to Francis Tiafo, who's a local. I had no idea who this guy was until he showed up at a Mystics game and they showed him on the big screen sitting next to all the Wizards and uh, Go-Go players. And see now, and see now he beat Rafael Nadal, you know, one of the big three, you know, Nadal, Federer, and uh, Djokovic. Now he's just, this has got to be the mountaintop for him. I feel like the only way you can go up from here is you got to win the whole damn thing now. But it's going to be hard. You know, he got to deal with Alcaraz, uh, Nick Kyrgios. Nick Kyrgios, I think I bet $40 on him. I had to ride the hot wave. I mean, he almost won Wimbledon. And he won the City Open. I think Francis Tiafo was in that. He won. He came to D.C. and won the tournament. So I'm like, okay, Kyrgios is on a hot streak. I'm going to ride this wave. And if he wins, I get $1,600 from MGM. Also, I think I bet $20 or $30 on Jessica Bagula. She is the Bills owner's daughter. If she wins, I get $650. And, they, and both of these people are still in the tournament. So I'm excited, man. There's a lot of tennis left to be played, and I guess the finals is this weekend. I honestly thought it was the weekend after, but let's get it. <laughs> let's get it, man. I'm excited. Some good tennis. I'm probably going to be flipping back and forth between tennis and football within the next week or so. Uh, yeah, man. Good times. Good times. Okay. Uh, for real. Uh, real quick. Real quick. So this Donovan Mitchell trade. Okay, no, 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 no. Before I get to Donovan Mitchell, Matt Ariaza. I should have been talked about him, but I think when the Ariaza thing happened, episode 154 was already out, or I already recorded it. But I don't know if he actually did all that stuff, but the Bills did the right thing. The Bills did the right thing letting him go. Because he's in a silver case. And it's right to let him go and figure this stuff out. But the stuff that he's alleged to have done. If any of that stuff is true. He has to go to jail. Period. But. We don't know if it's true or not. So I got to be careful here. Same thing with Deshaun Watson. You know I was calling for a year of suspension. But I'm not 100% sure he did all that stuff. 
it's not looking good. I mean, the only evidence we have is that the girl had pictures out of what happened to her. And I, I haven't seen them clearly, but I, I heard they were gruesome. Uh, but yeah, the, the bills just had to let him go. Uh, too many people calling for his head and it's just tough to have that type of person on your team. And he's still on Madden. That's crazy. Matt, I, whatever his name is, Ariaza, Araza, he's still on Madden. That's crazy, man. But yeah, bills had to do what they needed. Now this Donovan Mitchell trade. How? I still don't understand how this happened. Where did the Cavs come from? How did they get involved in this? Why, how, and why were they interested? I probably know why. I mean, you got to make the team better. I mean, you missed the playoffs by literally 30 seconds. And even before that, at one point, before the all-star break, you were the second seed. So knowing that they have a good team and a good core and a good nucleus, you got to make it better. And all the time, you know, I ask Zach or I just straight up wonder in my daydreams, <laughs> I wonder what are they going to do with Colin Saxon? Yeah. What are they going to do with Colin Saxon? Now, when the trade was first announced, I read it as Donovan Mitchell and, like, a bunch of draft picks. But, oh, Donovan Mitchell, Ocha Baji, and a bunch of draft picks. I was like, mm, okay. That's fine. But then you add to that. But then you add to that. Colin Sexton. I was like. Why would you trade for Donovan Mitchell and not trade away Colin Sexton? But then I heard he was in the trade. I was like, oh, that okay. Now it makes sense. Wow. I cannot believe it. I thought for sure Donovan Mitchell was going to the Knicks or the Heat. I heard the Wizards were involved, but I, I didn't think it was going to happen. And I was like, Bradley Bill and Donovan Mitchell together. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Honestly, it's not even that much of a difference between Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland pairing and a Donovan Mitchell Bradley Bill pairing. It's very similar. It's similar, but I think I think with Darius Garland, unlike Bradley Bill, he's more of a playmaker. Like, you can put him at point guard. Bradley Bill, you can't really put. You can, but it don't, it don't work as well as you do with uh, Darius Garland. Darius Garland is younger. So, I like what they're building in Cleveland. I've been said that if they can keep everyone healthy and everyone play the way they're supposed to play, I mean, you got Jared Allen, you got Mobley, Okoro, man, they sent Laurie Markkinen to the Utah Jazz. I mean, this is an embarrassment of riches. I mean, you lose him and you're still okay. That's crazy. They got the two Twin Towers. 
Now they got two really good guards. They're kind of iffy at the three, but that's okay. Maybe they're trusting the Coral, or maybe they'll go into the free agent market. Or maybe they're not done, and they're going to make another trade. But they look good on paper. Like I said, keep everyone healthy. But at the end of the day, I just still don't understand how they got Donovan Mitchell. How how did the NBA allow this to happen? I wanted Donovan Mitchell in New York City. I was a sucker for that story. But no, he's going to Cleveland. You know what? It is what it is. It, that's going to be fun too. And that's just going to make Cavs versus Wizards even more fun. But on paper, Cavs are the better team. But on paper, it's just like Chris Berman said. That's why we play the games. And we have to play these games. Now to get into the rest of this stuff. Uh, the Nat. Wow. The Nats have won. Well, I guess they're playing a game right now in, in St. Louis. But the Nats have won five of six. So the Nats won five of six? They beat the Mets two out of three? They won five of six, including three in a row? Look at you go. Shout out to Pat Stay. That was one of his catchphrases. Rest in peace once again. Man, oh man, these guys are playing some baseball. What do I keep saying about the Nats? As bad as these guys are, they make you proud to be a fan of this team every now and then. They did not make me proud when I was at the game last Tuesday. Because the number one reason why I even went to that game was to get me a Hawaiian shirt. What? And the Hawaiian shirt is fresh. Even my mom liked the shirt. But she already told me not to be wearing it every day because she, she could tell how much I liked it. And now that she says she likes it, she should just see me wearing it out. I'm going to wear it multiple times. Believe you me, it is a dope shirt. But anyway, you know, we beat the weather that day. And it was a back and forth game. I made my bet at MGM. I was like, you know what? I'm going to bet the extra innings thing. If I win, I'm going to win like 400 bucks. Now, of course, this is like the third time I've done this. And, of course, I come up empty. You know why? It was a back-and-forth game, right? Oakland gets on the board first. Then the Nats score like four straight runs. And then the A's score five straight runs. And then um, it was just... And then, then it happened. Then it happened. We load up the bases. Shishek is on the mound. And I think... Whoever hits third in their lineup, you knew they was going to be dangerous. The guy that hit third in their lineup was up the bat. Okay, he hits a foul ball that looked like it was going to be a grand slam. 
And then, of course, later on, he hit the Grand Slam. And when he hit the Grand Slam, like, my soul just left my body. I just was like, whoop. Game over. Time to start stalking Metro Times. Oh, my goodness. That reminds me. I got to check the Nats 50-50 and see if I won. Uh, I probably did not win because I've done that. I've done that thing so many times and I've lost every time. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. You're hoping for a random draw with thousands of people. Your chances aren't supposed to be good. It's all it's 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 all a ploy. Anyway, it's all a ploy to make money for their charity. See, okay, okay, okay. Alright, let me see. Let me go back here and look at my email and see what my number was. I, I'm checking fifty fifty raffle tickets on my uh Look at this. Look at that. And I, of course, did not win. It's official. Of course I didn't. The ja- Hey, listen. If I would have won, I would have received $3,500. Sucks. Whatever. Nats lost that game. After the Grand Slam, I was looking for the exit. It's a shame. You can call me not a real fan. But, man, this team has been so bad. I was like, oh, God. But, thankfully... They woke up and played some baseball, and they they lifted my spirits by beating the Mets. Boy, I cannot stand the Mets. We become a pest, a thorn in their side, in their quest to win the NL East. Now, even if they lose the NL East, they will for sure be a wild card. But it's just it's just good to beat the Mets. I'm tired of them, bro. I can't stand them. And the one time I saw the Nats against the Mets. In New York, the Nats lost 10-0. So, I am forever sick about that. And, of course, Braves fans are loving it. You know, I wish they weren't because I can't stand them either. But I'm so glad the Nats won that series. And Joey Menensis, how are you going to come out the minor leagues batting 327 with seven home runs? They not ready, man. They wasn't ready for this guy. How, how was this guy rotten in the minors? And I'm a dummy because I didn't put him on my fantasy team till last week. But it's too little too late. My fantasy team is trash like the Washington sitcom. Or maybe DC United. Uh, I, I'll talk about them later, though. But man, the Nats are out here balling. And then against St. Louis, C.J. Abrams, C.J. Abrams, our new acquisition from the Padres. I mean, of course, we had to call him up because we're so trash. But, of course, we called him up immediately after he became a Nat. He went four for five against the Cardinals yesterday. Oh, my goodness. And we won. Anibal Sanchez turned back the clock on him. Man, I'm so this team is something else, man. I got one more ticket. I got one more ticket. 
and that is the Nationals and the Orioles next Tuesday. I will be there. I cannot wait. Um, I don't know what the promotion is, but it's just going to be good to be in the building. And, you know, hopefully we keep it up. And all I care about right now, because we are out of it, we are trash. I'm surprised they don't have 100 losses already. But what I want to see is momentum for next year, confidence for next year. I don't know who's going to be on the scene other than, I guess, the people in the farm and Cabert Ruiz. But I want some hope for next year. And this is a good start. I love it. Can't get enough of it. Wow. The Nats, man. Jesus. Now, speaking. Now, I told you I was going to get to them. DC United has scored a goal. Not just one, but two goals. And they did it in two separate games. I think one of the games, they scored three goals. And they won. Not only are these guys scoring goals, they are winning games. Oh, my God. Wow. I cannot believe it. What has gotten into these trash teams? And you know what's funny? The Nats and DC United won on the same night. What? Man, oh, man. You know, D.C. United tied with Colorado in their recent game. You know what? I'll take it. They've been playing hard lately since that. Ever since that Philly game, they've been focused. They've been playing hard. Maybe that is the difference between Wayne Rooney and the other guy. Is they He got these guys to play harder and better after the Philly game where the other guys just couldn't do that. I don't know. It still need to be some talent. It still need to be a talent influx. But I'm happy about that. You know, I can live with that. These guys are fighting. These guys are not getting punished. And you know what? That's who they beat. They beat New York City FC. Oh, when I saw that game on the schedule, I just wrote it off. I was like, oh, we lost. Oh, we lost for sure. Because usually when we play NYCFC, it is an annihilation and a violation. Usually we die. But that particular night, DC United came through. Oh, my God, man. I, I can't even, man. I'm just so happy right now. Team still trash. Team is still probably going to win the Golden L standings, which is now up on TikTok. Goat level van. <laughs> Goat level van for now. I mean, I got, I got, I got a goat level account on TikTok. See, I'm playing it now, but, but seriously though, uh, I'm looking at the Golden L standings. DC United still leads the Golden L standings. Uh, Washington Nationals in second, and Washington Spirit in third. Washington National, Washington Spirit, pretty much identical winning percentages. Uh, D.C. United has a little bit worse winning percentage. I, that's a close race. I don't know who's going to win that. They all trash. 
But, you know, at least D.C. United and Washington Nationals have won lately. I'm not sure what the Washington Spirit are doing other than just geeking over Team USA soccer. But that's easy to do because we got women on that team and that team be winning. Unlike Washington Spirit. But it's okay. Washington Spirits at uh, Audi Field this Sunday. I probably won't get to go. And the Sunday after that, I think, no, I think it's Saturday. And then the Saturday after that, I doubt I'm going to be at this this Saturday game. Me at the next Saturday game is iffy. Uh, that is, I'm undecided. It's very tempting. But I don't know. I, I really, really want to go to a Washington Spirit game. But do I want to make the time and do I want to spend the money? That's always the deal. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we got here. Uh, oh, man. Since we have some extra time, let's do some week one predictions on the spot. Let's do some week one NFL predictions on the spot. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What am I doing here? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. First game, Bills and Rams. Rams at home. Buffalo is favored to win. I got Rams by three. I got Rams by three. I'm going to call it 27-24 Rams. I I want the Bills to win. I believe the Bills can win. But I got the Rams by three. Uh, Saints at Falcons. Uh, for now, I have the Saints winning 27-7. to So, the Steelers and the Bengals. Mitch Trubisky named the starter. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, he's decent. But, you know, he got a great defense to back him up. I mean, T.J. Watt is, is like that. Cam Hayward and uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, they got some dudes over there. They're going against the Bengals at home in that offensive attack. But if they can get pressure on Joe Burrow, that, that's going to be a very close game. And I think they will. But at the end of the day, too much Joe Burrow, too much Joe Mixon. I, I got Bengals 20-17. to 17. So 49ers, Bears, uh, 49ers, just, just too much. Too much firepower. On both sides of the ball. The pass rush is probably going to harass Justin Fields. And fluster him. And I just have the Niners. When, but I don't really trust Trey Lance. So I'm going to go with 24-10 49ers. I don't trust them. But it's just they're going to do enough to help them win the game. Okay. Browns and Panthers, you gonna shake and bake. And that is no fake. Of course I got the Panthers winning. Of course I got the Panthers winning. You know, I got the Panthers winning. Let's call it 30 to 27. They're gonna win by a game-winning field goal. I'm gonna go with that. Shake and bake all day long. Lions and the Eagles, of course I got the Eagles winning. And I got the Eagles winning 24-21 over the Lions. 
I think it's going to be a lot closer this time. It's not going to be a complete annihilation like last year. I think it's going to be close this time, but the Eagles will pull it out. I got them winning, 24-21. Uh, Ravens and Jets. I I don't know if Zach Wilson's playing, but just way too much firepower from the Ravens. And I'm going to go with, let's go with 27-17 Ravens. You know, I, I think Elijah Moore is going to, you know, get a few touchdown passes. But at the end of the day, it's just it's too much. Too much Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Uh, secondary is back. Pass rush is insane. Uh, it's too much. Too much Mark Andrews. Mm. Patriots and Dolphins. Oh, man, that could go either way. Um, I, you know what? I, I got the Dolphins. I, I got the Dolphins. I got the Dolphins. Uh, let's go with 27-20. I think they'll get them in, in Miami, and then the Patriots will get the Dolphins in New England. Jaguars, Commanders, I mean, sitcom. Listen. The Jaguars winning this game, bro. Do y'all really think the Washington sitcom going to win? They're favored to win. And a lot of people got them winning. But the Jaguars, it's going to be way too much Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence coming out party is starting in D.C. And you're going to see it. You're going to see it. I got 24-14 Jaguars. You heard it here first. All right, now the Colts and the Texans, I got 23-17 Colts. I think the Texans will, will make it a game. They're going to fight, but this, this Jonathan Taylor is just going to run the clock out, and there's nothing they could do. Raiders and Chargers, I'm so glad this is a week one game because their week 18 game was one of the best games of the season, and I'm expecting... Nothing less this time. I'm expecting more fireworks this time. So I got 31-28 Chargers. I almost said Raiders, but I got Chargers. I got Chargers winning this time. Green Bay and Minnesota. Yeah, I got I got Minnesota winning 34-20. to 20. I know they got that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, but I think the Vikings... More experience, a lot of offensive firepower that the Packers will not keep up with. And that is spells a Vikings victory. So now uh Giants and Titans, Titans, easy money. Easy money. Uh I'm gonna go with twenty one to seven Titans. Chiefs and Cardinals, this might be this is going to be a really good game. I was going to say the game of the year. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm expecting a shootout. Let's go uh, 38-34 Cardinals. It, Kyler Murray. I'm rolling with Kyler Murray, man. Let's do it. Buccaneers, Cowboys, them boys about to lose. Them boys got L's. Them boys got L's. Boy. They're going to take that L. The Cowboys going to be 0-1 again. The hype train, just go ahead 
and park it in the station. It's not going to take off. Tom Brady, the GOAT, he is going to demolish. And I got 48-31 Tampa Bay. Let's do it. Finally, we got the Broncos and the Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson coming back to Seattle. And somehow Seattle is going to rise to occasion. But at the end of the day, I got I got the Broncos winning 21-20. I know that sounds ridiculous because it's the Seahawks. But, I mean, it, it, it's going to be an emotional game. And they're going to come to play. So there you go. There go all my picks. Uh, let's see what happens. I'm not putting any money on it. I'm just doing this off the top of my head. So now it's time for the return. Oh, my God. Now it's time for the return. Of the hypothetical game of the episode. In this hypothetical game of the episode... We got the Savannah Bananas from the new baseball and one mixtape type of thing that they do called Banana Land and the Sooner Legends, a.k.a. my top five favorite OU football players and softball players coming together as one team going against the Savannah Bananas in a game of kickball, the Savannah Bananas. I just picked 10. Uh, Bill Leroy, Malachi Mitchell, Zach Frangillo, Matt Wolf from Joy, Oklahoma. I got to see where that is. Pierce Howard from Silver Spring, DMV stand up. Uh, Noah Bridges, Ryan Cox, Jackson Olson, Jackson Swan, and Dalton. I don't know why I didn't get his last name. Uh, Sooner Legends, got to remind you, my top five. Uh, got Adrian Peterson, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Landry Jones. I subbed out Elaine Johnson for Orlando Brown Jr. I, I think I was more of a fan of him when he was playing compared to Lane. I was a much bigger fan of Lane when he became an Eagle. Uh, Lauren Chamberlain, Kalani Ricketts, Jocelyn Allo, Destiny Martinez. And I went with Paige Parker over Paige Lowry, but I like both. Uh, we're just going to go with Paige Parker because she meant more to the program, in my opinion. And I was a fan of her much longer than Paige Lowry. So, yeah. So, yeah, here we go. So, here we go. Always some shenanigans with the Savannah Bananas. So they do Soul Train Line introductions. And it's a party from the beginning. Sooner Legends imitate that. And they have fun as well. But the Savannah Bananas, since they are the road team, the game is being played in Norman, Oklahoma, on campus. So they are the visiting team. So they kick first. Kalani starts out pitching. So here we go. And just like that, one, two, three inning. 
and the Sooners are up. Uh, AD pops up. AD, Adrian Peterson, he pops up. Baker grounds out. And then Kyler Murray kicks it deep into the gap. Pierce mishandles it. But then he runs around the bases. Kyler runs around the bases, and he beats the throw to home. That world-class speed got him a home run. And just like that, it is 1-0 Sooners. Kyler Murray and Baker both do the gritty. It's, it's a good time. So right after that, Lauren Chamberlain flies out to Jackson Swan. And Jackson Swan does the windmill celebration like that kicker from Michigan State. <laughs> All right. So the Savannah Bananas come back with a vengeance. Matt Wolf with a hard shot in the gap. Single. Then Pierce drops uh, drops a kick right in the right field gap. Uh, Matt Wolf goes a third. And then uh, Noah, Noah Bridges kicks it right over. Then, okay. Yeah, Noah kicks it right over Destiny's head. And just like that, everyone scores and it's 3-1 bananas. Pierce does the eight-town stomp on the plate and the whole team says, boom. And Noah comes right behind that doing the gritty as well. So then the next two people line up, line out to Jocelyn, who was playing shortstop. And then that is the inning. No, no, it ain't. Jackson Olsen then kicks a ground ball to Paige Parker. She uh, misfires with the throw to Orlando at first. And Jackson rounds first, hops and skips the third. So then Jackson Swan kicks it between Orlando and Paige and scores the other Jackson. Jackson Olsen does the kid and play with Dalton, who is who is, uh, on deck. Wow. So then Dalton flies out to AD to end the ending. And Dalton and Ryan do a secret handshake, ending with brushing their shoulders off. 4-1 Savannah Bananas. Then the Sooner Legends respond. Uh, Kalani and Jocelyn Alo, both single. Landry gets out at first. Landry Jones gets out at first, but advances the runners. Orlando Brown brings both ladies home with a really deep kick into the outfield that was not caught by the Bananas. But Orlando got a little greedy after he brought the ladies home. He got a little greedy going to second, and he got caught, and he was out. And then Matt Wolf does the Millie Rock right after that. <laughs> so, 4-3. So, 4-3 Bananas. So, Destiny Martinez hits a hard liner to left field, but she gets the second. She only gets the second. Then Paige Parker kicks it right to the shortstop and out at first. Inning over. But right after that, as the Bananas go out into the field, the song My Boo plays and then the Running Man Challenge enacts. It, the Running Man Challenge happens. Nostalgia is brought on. And now everyone's dancing. 
It's just a fun time. In the next inning, the Bananas score five. They do a team pitcher after the fifth score. The Sooners respond with two, but the Bananas score the remaining five runs, and they end up winning 13 to five. Had to speed this up. Had to speed this up because, you know, can't go on forever, especially when the Sooner Legends lost. They lost 13 to five. Savannah Bananas win. Of course, a soul drain line celebration afterwards between the two teams. And it's just it was just like the final score didn't even matter. It was just all good times. If this could happen in real life, that'd be fun. But it's a hypothetical and the Savannah Bananas win. So you already know. Okay, okay. Okay, quick, quick GOAT level combo. Quick GOAT level combo. All right, off the top of my head, quick GOAT level combo. So, be the calmest person in the room and embrace fear. I mean, come on. When LeBron was down 3-1 against the Warriors... He showed up. He kept playing. In game five, he scored 41 along with Kyrie Irving. He killed it in game six. And in game seven, he had another crazy game and had one of the most epic blocks of all time. That's just one example. And even, you know, when I go through, like, financial troubles and it just looks like the world is caving in, just take a deep breath. I just take a deep breath and just worry about what's the next plan. What's the next thing that I need to do? What can I do to fix this? You know, that's that's being the calmest person in the room. For sure. And, you know, and the stuff that plagues you, the stuff that keeps you from being great, You got to attack it. Like the public speaking or, you know, talking into this girl you're into. You got to attack that fear or or like me, fear of going like full time with my brand because it's like. Heck, where's the quick money coming from? I'm in this quick money lifestyle. I got bills to pay. I mean, dag. Man, what? what If I go full time, I'm not going to make any money. You got to attack that type of fear. You got to attack that type of fear. That's how you're going to be great. Or even when, you know, even when um, UMBC was playing Virginia, they were a 16th seed. Going against Virginia, picked to win the tournament, number one overall seed. They showed up, they played their game, they won. That's how you got to be the calmest person in the room and attack fear. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You know, I got to practice what I preach, and I and I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on that. But you know, maybe, maybe you guys can do it, and maybe inspire me to do a better job of 
practicing what I'm preaching. Now, a Sports Center tweet just reminded me that there's WNBA playoffs on. So I'm going to go watch that. This tennis is cool. Uh, look like Coco Golf is definitely in this second set. She only down by one in the second set. So we'll see what happens. But for now, I'm going to the WNBA. And of course, I'm going to talk about it in the next episode, whenever that is. So for now, I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the GOAT Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.